You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com, coming to you pre-recorded from Chicago, Illinois. A lot of guys I get on the phone with who are interested in coaching, they go, you're in LA, right? And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm in Chicago now. And it's interesting because I really wonder where people are hearing that. I must have talked about LA quite a bit in my earlier podcast episodes. And I know I've shot from my YouTube channel in LA, but well, I guess I just answered my own question. That's probably it. So everyone's just probably assuming that I'm in LA, but I'm not anymore. I'm in Chicago for the time being. Although you know what? I was just looking up places in Miami. Boy, oh boy, would I love to go to Miami for just a year. I have a condo in Chicago and I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool to rent it out, go to Miami for a year and just live on the beach. That would be amazing. So we'll see. Right now, coming to you live, pre-recorded from Chicago, maybe one day from Miami. I wonder how many of you are out in Miami. I don't know where any of you are or where you live or where you're from. I know where you're listening from because I have that tracking, but I always complain about this. It completely sucks that there is still no social media surrounding podcasts. You can rate a podcast, but you can't comment on one. Like, Why aren't podcasts like YouTube videos where you can comment and like and, and there's a whole conversation around it? And I don't know. I'm shocked. I still don't know why iTunes, one of the big podcasting platforms, has yet to figure that out or create that. But either way, either way. Okay, what's today? Today's episode is part two of the London seminar that I did in 2014. So if you haven't listened to part one, you're not missing out in terms of trying to understand part two. Of course, you're missing out. It's a great episode. But you're not missing out to understand part two because part two is just the Q&A continued from part one. I thought I would make them into separate episodes to make it just a little bit more digestible and uh, something easier to listen to so you can kind of hop around. So listen to part one. It's it's amazing. If you don't listen to part one or you haven't yet and you're listening to this, no worries. So this is the Q&A portion. Real quick, got to tell you, there is an abrupt ending. So it just kind of ends. That's because at the end of it, I just pitched coaching. And I just think that you don't need to hear that because that was very specific to that moment where I pitched people coming out because I had clients that I took out in London. I was taking them out and we were going out and approaching girls. I remember we got guys making out with girls, getting numbers. It was amazing. And we had guys who signed up to come out with us on that very day. So we had guys doing that with us. And uh, I cut that out. So it just kind of uh, ends abruptly. Of course, after I finish a thought. But yeah, don't think like there's an error. That's what I had to do. Because I edited this, found it for you. And I have to warn you too, the portion where people are asking questions is a little low because they're not mic'd up. I wish they were. I didn't have the technology and all the things I needed to do at that point to make it for this for this audio that I created. It was originally a video. I just extracted the audio for this podcast. So I apologize, but I made it as best as possible so you can at least you know understand what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is most important. And I even do a decent job at telling people what the questions were when someone asked them. So either way, if you can't hear what the person's saying, you hear me and that advice is going to make sense even though you might not necessarily hear the question. So 
that's how I edited it. I'm really excited for you to dive into part two. So here we go. Here is part two of the London Seminar. What he just said is he's going out during the day, he's meeting a lot of girls, you're succeeding at getting numbers, yeah. but they're not turning into dates. Okay. So yes, obviously something is, is going wrong. Okay. So I can't necessarily tell you right now what you're doing wrong because I'm not seeing you in the interaction. But I'll tell you this much, you're doing, and we'll work on it in a second, but you're doing something right. At least you're getting numbers, okay? What happens when you're talking to a girl and she gives you a number? Sometimes they give you a number because they actually, they don't like to reject guys. It's actually very difficult. I didn't learn this for a long time. It's actually very difficult for women to reject a guy. We think, oh, it's easy, you know, because we're not them and they can just do it, right? We're talking right now how hard it is for her to reject her friend. It's very difficult for women to do it. So sometimes they'll just give you a number or give you a fake number or something like that. But going back to what you said, the reason why they're flaking or they're not, are they not responding to your text messages at all or calls or? Uh, are you, not responding. Okay. Are you trying to text them? I'm not smart. You should test that out, okay? Test that out. Now, if you were saying the opposite, if you were saying, yeah, they're um, texting them, they're not responding, I'd say test out calling, okay? But that's not the whole thing. What you need to do, if you wanna do this by yourself, uh, what I did for a long time, is testing, okay? So what's happening is you're not making a connection with the girl. So that's the reason why she's not giving you her number. There's no connection made. There's no connection. In order to have a connection, she also has to be attracted to you, right? So she's not attracted, she's not connected to you. Again, why that's not happening could be a million reasons. You should either remember these or write these down because these are the things you're gonna wanna test. Uh, your conversation is boring. You are uh, not flirting. So she doesn't even see you as a potential mate, so to speak. Okay, um, you're going up there and, how old are you? Uh, I'm 60. You're 60, okay. So I'm gonna say this right now. If you're going for girls younger than 40, it's going to be difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that you can't get a 25 year old girlfriend, but I'm saying it is very, very, very difficult. Okay, so you are. You're already doing that. Okay, and they're between 40 and 50. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, not saying only approach women over 40, you're 60, not saying that, but I'm saying it's gonna be easier. It's gonna be a lot easier, okay? That's if you want quicker results. But in the long run, um, yeah, conversation's boring, you're not flirting with them, but you are getting their number, so you're, you're connecting on like a very basic level but not in such a way where they want to see you again. So I don't know if you're having the same conversations. I'm working with Abs over there and we've been testing out with him. He kind of has the same conversations over and over again. So I'll be like, all right, I'll kind of have him tweak a little bit. Like tweak the conversation and start to talk about a new topic. Talk about this, right? Start to make more statements rather than asking questions. A lot of guys will just 
ask questions like it's an interview. Abs, what sort of statements? Is your big test? <laughs> yeah, so you take whatever they said and relate it back to you, right? So she says, Italy. Your keyword is Italy. Oh, cool. I've actually never been to Italy before. I've always wanted to go there. I heard Rome is amazing. Pause. At that point, you're giving them an opportunity to comment on your statement. And if they don't, and if at that point they don't comment, then you'll have to ask a question because you'll have to keep conversation going. Yeah, I noticed I got a few number flakes because straight after I got the number, I'll say, okay, bye, and I'll go. And then she thought, well, that was his goal to get the number. So what I did was I would stay in the conversation afterwards, a bit longer after the numbers. And she thought, oh, that wasn't his goal to just get my number and flee. He wanted to get to know me a bit and then say, okay, I've got to go, bye. So that's what I'll do. Right, right. So yeah, that's something you want to test out too. There's exceptions with that, but that's that's definitely a good you know, rule to go by. Don't just get the number and leave, right? Especially during the day, if you're getting a number within five minutes, here's another thing. You actually want to extend it. My rule, 15 minutes, minimum, to really make a connection. Okay, so I've been doing this very often. I've been getting the number. I'll maintain the mystery. And how long are you talking to them for on average? Yeah, here's the thing, five, 10 minutes, I get it, it seems like forever, it does, right? But you need to go longer. You can't make a connection most of the time within five minutes. It's been done, I've had students and myself included get a number in like three minutes and she texts you back and you go on a date, that happens, but it's rare, it's very rare. So yeah, I would extend the conversation and, and we, I have to go to other guys, but another thing is also is, um, I don't know how soon you're texting them. If you're waiting like five days to text them, perfect, okay. That I would keep doing. You can take two years. Or, or calling, or calling, whatever. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be easier now though. It's not gonna take you another however long to get to another five minutes. But just push it, push it. If you have to just kind of look at your watch a little bit, oh my God, it's only been five minutes. Okay, just push it and see how that works out for you. Test that. You're welcome. Yeah, you said um, more than five minutes. Haven't they already made up their mind in five to ten seconds? Haven't they already made up their mind in five to ten seconds? Um, I think sometimes yes and sometimes no. Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell said that? Well, that's a book called Link. Yeah, yeah, I've read some of his books. So but was he talking about like talking about dating? Tell, like marriage to the last by looking at it, it's a similar kind of, I don't know if you talk directly about the okay. concepts and it's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, because I think that you could actually end up approaching a girl, she can know within five to 10 seconds, and then you can blow it also, you know? But the point is, is that's not always the case. It's not, because you're gonna go up there and you're gonna approach, and I've, I've seen approaches where it does not start off well. Like it's weird, 
And the girl's like, oh, what's going on? And then by five, 10 minutes, the girl's like, wait a second. Okay, this guy's kind of cool. All right, I'm connecting with him a little bit more. Okay, we actually have stuff in common. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily believe on that as an absolute. Then again, I don't think anything is absolute. I think anything you should do, you should test. I don't think anything is for sure. I mean, even 15 minutes, like I'm saying to you right now, it's a good rule to, uh, you know, to practice on, but sometimes you need 30 minutes. Sometimes you, sometimes you could do it in five minutes, but that's general area. Okay. You just touched upon three different things. So let's, let's go through all of them. There's a lot of stuff there. First of all, I, uh, I have this recorded, so I guess there is proof, but I don't remember saying at all that it's always the guy's fault. I don't, I don't think I ever said that. But, but, but about that, here's what I, here, I, I, I play on that a little bit though, and I'll tell you guys this. Yeah, sometimes you can do everything in the book and everything was right, and no matter what you do, the girl's not gonna be attracted or she's not gonna respond to the text. You know, there's so many reasons why you could do everything right, but she might not be interested and there's nothing you can do. Okay, because you don't have a magic potion. But if you want to learn this stuff, it's always in your best interest, hands down, to say, what can I do better? It is. Because if you're like walking away from every situation like, no, I was fine. I did it okay. It's her. She was the one, you know, it was all her. I did everything perfect. That's fine. You can keep doing that. It's going to take a long time for you to get better. So that's why I think it's best to go back and to say, okay, it might have been her, but still, what can I do next time to even get better? So I'm not saying necessarily to look at it like it's your fault. In fact, you shouldn't because that's just going to make you feel shitty. But you should definitely look back and look at it with an objective point of view and say, okay, could things have gone better? Maybe they could have. And maybe you can't figure it out. Don't beat yourself up over it, right? So moving along with that, now you also said that people don't have the time to do what I did, right? I disagree. I disagree. I've been able to work with the most busiest people in the world, millionaires, doctors, lawyers, who were way busier than I was working my little nine to seven gig, who I've been able to sit down with them and make a schedule. I think if you can't find time to do it, 99% of the time you're making an excuse or you don't want it or you're scared, hands down. You wanna get home from work at eight o'clock at night and say, I'm just too tired. No, I'm too tired. I'm not gonna do this. I'm tired and that's it. Okay, be tired, good night. (laughs) See you later. Maybe one day you'll get the energy. Screw that. Drink a cup of coffee, get your ass out the door. Going back to what I said, you repeated it. I said, it's gonna be hard. That's the hard part. You think it was easy for me to go out 21 days in a row? That shit was the hardest thing I've ever done. But I wanted it really, really badly. So I made it happen. And by the way, I include with that, I made it even harder on myself, I don't know why. I was like, okay, I'm gonna start taking supplements, I'm gonna start working out, I'm gonna start eating right. I did like everything at once, which was like, which is awesome because it just kind of put my mind in a gear and focus. Um, but it was a lot harder because I was focusing on so many things. But 
It's excuses. If you want it, you'll find the time. Now, there are guys who literally work 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., and it's like they're literally dead at that point, you know? I mean, here's the thing. Sacrifice. I mean, I don't even know why you'd want to live a life where you're working every single day, you know, 70-hour, 80-hour weeks. But if you're happy doing that, but also unhappy not getting girls, that's your choice. Again, like I said, not easy. It's all about choice, and there's never that one choice that is going to be the best in all situations. Might be the best one out of both of them, but that's life. Women want to meet men. True or false? Single, yeah. If they're single, exactly. Right? Single women want to meet single men. Right? Yeah. Right. Furthermore, women want to meet awesome, quality single men. Are you an awesome, quality single man? You're single. You're awesome. You're quality. I mean, again, very broad terms, but we're talking about self-esteem. We're talking about loving yourself. You live, don't worry about that. You live in your own world. We all do. We're all living in our own little bubbles. Okay? We all have different perspectives. You can make this world whatever you want. Right now, you're living by other people's rules. Okay? I'm not talking about like breaking the law rules. Obviously, you can't go up to someone, push them and whatever, break the law. But this is what I live by. If I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not breaking the law, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And no one can say a word to me about it. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not breaking the law. I have ultimate freedom. I know. I know. So you have to prove it to yourself. You have it. I, it's, it sounds like. So is that in a game? Is that kind of working on your inner confidence? Yeah, I mean, okay. So, yeah, listen, with inner game and inner confidence, you know, like we can sit here and I can motivate you guys. You can read self motivation books, and those are all great. But the real confidence, what I believe, where, where confidence comes from, is from action. And if it's going to take you going out and doing 50 approaches in a day and literally just going up to a girl and saying hi, and that's it, or hey, excuse me, where's the nearest pub? Oh, down there? Great. Okay, cool. Excuse me, blah, blah, blah. Right? And, and doing it over and over and over again, you're going to, this is the beauty. This is the beauty of being human. One of the beauties. Baby steps. Baby steps and make yourself numb to it. This, if you're a perfectionist, don't bother doing this because this is going to be impossible for you. Throw perfection out the door. Get out there, get rejected, throw yourself in there. Again, back to being mindful. You know, you're gonna say all these things. Uh, so, a first step, it's all false. So, never be, never think that you might be correct. Like, okay, maybe this is weird. It's during the day. Maybe, you know, this is strange because people are listening to me. They're all false. Okay. So that's step one. Step two. Get in there and say anything you can and do it fast. Teach yourself, prove it to yourself. I always say it to my students, right? Prove it to yourself. They're like, I don't know, she, she's so pretty. She looks like she's a boyfriend. Prove it. Go find out. Uh, Most of the time, it's not true. This is where I jump down the wheel. You should actually literally jump up and down. 
jump up and down and shake it off. And I know, like, it, it's tough because I can say everything I can't, you know, anything right now. Again, Tony Robbins can be here, like, mystery could be here, whatever. You're still going to go out tonight or tomorrow and they're still going to be there. They're all false and stay present. Stay present in the moment. You're not present if you're thinking about all that stuff. You're in the future. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? That's not you. That's something else. You ever read The Power of Now? Read it immediately. That's your, that's your homework. Tomorrow, get The Power of Now, read it. That's going to help you get out of your head, right? That's a good question. So you're saying that your confidence is low because you keep on getting rejected. Kind of see it in your subconscious when it just happened before. Yeah. It's going to happen again. So it's kind of like. Yes. So you keep on going out, you keep on getting rejected. And that's making you lose confidence. And you keep on, you're saying that you keep on seeing yourself getting rejected. Okay. Okay. First step for you, what are you, like something has to change immediately. So I don't know if you're doing, a lot of guys will go out and do the same kind of opener. Or this, they just won't change anything. They'll just go out and do the same thing like 50 times in a row, which is great if it works, obviously not if it doesn't work. So are you doing the same stuff over and over or are you changing things up? I'm changing up. I'm getting some success before. But even when I get success, it's not, I can see negative before I get success. Which is, you know, it's funny because it's a downward spiral. You're seeing that and that's causing you to have all this negative energy and then you go in and you get rejected and just down, 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 down. Yeah. Are all your approaches in a nightclub? Okay, so you're getting rejected everywhere then. Because you just said nightclub, so. No, no, I said in the daytime. Oh, did not say nightclub? Yeah, no. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, during the daytime. Um, what's your opener? Okay. Is that the only is that the only one you use? Um, or most of the time? Most of the time. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I seem to break it. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you right now, I did that exact I had the same exact question from my student over there. I'll tell you what we did. And it literally changed everything. Stop going direct. Stop going direct. Stop going direct. Direct means like you're cute, you're pretty, I'm over here to hit on you. Sometimes that works. I don't think it works that well in London. I've only been here for two days. <laughs> but I'm seeing like it's a little too intense. I think girls here, because we're in a big city, get hit on a lot. And it's, a, it's just like, uh, okay, great. And they're keep, you know, because a lot of girls are very nervous too. Like you're a stranger coming up to them. It's, it's kind of intense. So for you, I would try going what, I, what people call indirect. Right? So commenting on something they're wearing, not as a compliment, because that's direct again, but commenting on something like, oh, that's a really cool bag. Where'd you get that? Right? That's, those are really cool sunglasses. Those are awesome. Where'd you get that? I'm looking for a pair actually really similar to that. We did just those, literally, like using those little indirect openers all day, and he was able to get in the conversation, no problem. And then he's like, let me try direct again. I'm like, all right. And he would go and you'd get rejected. Right? So basically, I didn't have to tell you any of that. I could have just said it from the beginning. Whatever you're doing, you're probably doing the same thing. Change something. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. I'm all about you know being genuine and honesty. But for the sake of her meeting an amazing guy like you, if you don't, if, you know, if you're not going to go direct and you really don't care about her sunglasses, 
it's not the end of the world if you comment on her sunglasses, you know? Yeah, you don't care about her sunglasses, but when you're on a date with her and you actually tell her, hey, by the way, I actually didn't care about your sunglasses, I just thought you were cute. Is she gonna flip up the table and walk away? No, she's gonna be like, I'm glad you did that. You know, because she got to know you, gave her a chance. But I would, you know, I'll say right now, like I'm so big on not lying. Don't lie about stories or how, your age or any of that stuff. It's pointless. It's going to do nothing for you. Again, it's a quick fix. It's a magic pill that you take and then everything kind of goes to hell. You know, if you lie about your age or lie about where you're from or whatever it is, let's say it ends up working and then you end up dating this girl for a while and now you're stuck in this terrible lie. I'd way rather have you get rejected from saying something a little bit different than lying just to have something explode in the future. Yeah. 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 You'll have to eventually. As a whole other conversation, but that goes into keeping up conversation, keeping it flowing and flowing, and then all of a sudden you're on a tangent, on another tangent, and you're no longer talking about the item that you went up there to talk about, and now you're talking about something else, and you're like, hey, you're really cool. You know, we should hang out sometime. Let me get your number. But the thing is, even if you do that sometimes, girls can tell that, okay, you take you just like, Yeah, if you do too soon, if you do too soon, if you do too soon. That's why if you're going to go indirect, go indirect. If all of a sudden you go up there and you're talking about sunglasses, then you're like, so where are you from? It's like, okay. This guy doesn't have the balls. He just came up to me to do that. But that's why you got to stay on more of a superficial tangent just for a little bit. And then you can slowly fade into showing interest and teasing and flirting and then getting your number. And you can even end up saying to her, like at the end of the, in 10 minutes, you can be like, you can say what I just told you. Like, yeah, I actually didn't come about your sunglasses. I just thought you were cute. And if you connected with her and did the right things at that point and had the right conversation, it wasn't boring. And she'll be laughing. And she won't care because you're just you're just owning up to it. So I'm I'm telling you to go indirect, not because it's scary to go direct, just because it's just going to be a little bit easier for you to get into conversation, giving you giving you more of a chance instead of getting like a an instant rejection. You know. So relates to my question, like what are the best opens for the girl? Yeah. Exactly what I said there. Sunglasses, you know. Who's that? Once you see straight through that straight away, you must have some. Not if you have the right body language. If you're like going up to a girl and you're like, those are really cool sunglasses. Where'd you get this? You got this smile on your face. She's going to be like confused. Does this guy want to talk to me? Or is this guy hitting on me? But if you go up to her with a more of an inquisitive look and you're like, hey, where'd you get those sunglasses? Those are really cool. I was looking for something just like this. It's really awesome. Right? Just that little look right there is going to show that you're up there just to talk about that. And again, I see nothing wrong with that to give you a chance at conversation. Because going up to a girl and instantly hitting on her, sometimes it works, but sometimes, again, it, it can go wrong. So, you know? Um, directions are okay. That's a lot, that seems difficult because if you're asking for directions, I find it difficult to like transition out of that because well, it sounds like you're coming from the outfit and pick up the 
beyond those that are this year. Yeah, that's true. To be sober, that's the version. Here's the thing. The opener really doesn't matter. It matters a little bit, obviously, because we're talking about the opener. But like, I got guys I work with that are like, what else you got? What else you got? Like, there's nothing else new that's going to make it so much easier. A lot of guys use opinion openers. I know that those work very well. I'm not like against them, but I'm not really for them. Like going up to a girl and being like, hey, let me get a quick opinion on something. Blah, 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 opinion, blah, blah, blah. I think that a woman is going to see a little bit quicker through that than anything else. I hate that. It's, yeah. it's so BS. It's just like you're just, you're just lying. Right. I mean, yeah, listen, you might be lying too if you don't like your sunglasses, but that's a little bit more unique than using there's some girls outside fighting. Blah, 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 blah. It's so contrived. And you're going to feel a lot, you know, you're going to feel a lot more contrived when, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's my whole point here is authenticity wins. It's going to make you feel more comfortable. Yeah, weather. Hey, it's foggy again. What do you know? Um, or the situation or something that's like going on around you. Like, you know, if she's next to you and you guys are at an event or something like that, that's, that's more like situational. You know, like, oh, have you seen this, this group before? Or, you know, whatever. Anything, anything you can come up with. It doesn't matter. You just got to get in there and then get past it. You know, and try to be, try to be your best, try to be, try, try your best to be you. You know? Um, I'll get to you in one second. So that guy left over there, the gentleman who was asking about it being busy. But because um, I, I think I know why, actually. I actually didn't answer one of his questions. I wanted to give you guys some more practical stuff to work on. Um, so let me just give you that real quick, and then we'll, we'll get to your question, because I think that's what he was looking for. Like, okay, great, great, theory, theory. What can we do? Like, what can I do? What are the things I can work on? Okay. So... Um, some of you guys might know this or not, but either way, I'm going to spit it out to you. I focus on three areas. I call it the 3S method, just to make it easy. Three S's, okay? These are the only areas that you need to work on and only focus on these three areas, and everything will come together in terms of being able to successfully meet women, okay? So the three S's, seduction, self-actualization, and style, Okay? So everything we've been talking about falls under those three categories. We haven't really talked about style much. I'm not going to go into that. Um, I know a little bit, but it's, you can find that in a million places on the internet. Um, but those are the three things. And you can't just have two of those. You obviously can't just have one of those. You need all three. And there's consequences if you don't have all three. Okay? So style, again, you have to dress stylish. You have to wear nice clothes. That doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money, but it does mean you have to wear clothes that look good on you. Again, there's a lot of information there. You can find that elsewhere. Okay? Style, seduction, and self-actualization. Self-actualization is the inner game stuff. So self-actualization, that's um, actually a definition of that is being the best that you can be, like trying to live up to your potential, which you guys have already, again, taken the first step because you're here. You're here trying to learn. 
not a lot of people even know that, like I did years ago, that they can get good at this. So they don't realize that they have that opportunity. Okay. But that all falls under, you know, inner game stuff. Okay. So best practical advice I can give you in terms of inner game, meditation, man, meditation, mindfulness, meditate every day. It's a lot. Okay. Can't do that much. Fine. Meditate once a week for 10 minutes. Meditation is going to help you de-stress and stay present. Meditation is going to help you stay in the moment and not worry about past or future, about past rejections, about future what-ifs. And that's going to make it easier for you because when you start to meditate more and more on a weekly, daily basis, you're going to start to bring that out with you into the real world. You're going to actually see practical, or not practical, you're going to have to see tangible results when you do that. Best book I can recommend you for that is called Mindfulness in Plain English. Teaches you very simple steps on how to meditate. Easy, easy book to read. Um, somebody have their hand up for a second. Meditation is, um, yeah, it's focusing on your breathing. It's sitting anywhere. Doesn't have to be a quiet room. It could be literally anywhere, but it's going to be easier to start in a quiet room. Not laying down, but sitting up in a chair or sitting cross-legged. Closing your eyes and breathing and focusing on your breathing. That's the basis of it. We'll have to look deeper into it. I don't want to spend all night talking about that. But yeah, it's focusing on your breathing. Because when you're breathing, that's the present. That's what you're doing right now. You're just breathing. It's very hard. Very hard. But again, like anything, the second you start it and you do it and continue with it, it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. And it feels amazing. Amazing. I try to do it every morning. And the third one, which is what guys usually only focus on, is the seduction aspect. While it's equally as important as the rest of it, it's not the most important. You have to work on style and you have to work on the, the inner stuff. But with seduction, that's conversation, that's flirting. That is getting them attracted to you, okay? Which is what most guys are trying to learn. So my best advice for that, be a killer conversationalist and learn how to flirt, okay? Those two things. You focus on those two, you're golden. It's actually that simple. That's it. Flirting, which is like seduction, and conversation. Okay, so conversation, how are you going to practice that? Talk to everybody literally all the time. I get a lot of people say, well, I'm introverted. First of all, that actually makes no sense. Because <laughs> introverted doesn't mean shy. That just means that it's difficult for you to, to, to gain energy from being in big crowds. And if that's your case, don't talk to people in big crowds right away. Start small. Talk to one person. Talk to a guy. Talk to It doesn't matter who you talk to. A conversation over and over and over and over and again. Try to push yourself. Try to actually, like, you can make tangible goals with this. Like, go up to a stranger, a girl, anybody. Talk for two minutes. See if you can make it. Do another approach. Talk for three minutes. Talk for four minutes. Baby, baby steps. Up until you get to the point where you can just have a conversation forever. That's what I did. It took me a long time to do it because uh, I was not good at conversation. But you keep on going and going and going, practicing conversation. That's step one. Step two is learning how to flirt. Flirting comes through 
with the way you touch a girl and your body language. Eye contact. Every time you talk to a person, guy or girl, look them in the eyes. Make a connection with them. Tease them a little bit. Have fun. Be playful. Don't be so serious in the conversation. Make it fun. But don't over-tease. A lot of guys will like learn like, oh, I need to tease the girl. And they'll tease her for like 10 minutes straight. It's terrible. You'll never make a connection with her. She might love it too and giggle. And you're like, it's working. I'm teasing. Everything's going great. But then you're like, I got her number and she didn't, she didn't text me back. She didn't call me back. Why? Because you can't make a connection with someone if you're just teasing them the whole time. Get to a serious level. Ask them about themselves. Ask them their passions. And yes, I've asked a girl what her passions are in a bar. And you can do that. Don't limit yourself. You can talk about anything. But it's that, and that's kind of where the game comes in. It's a little bit of a push and pull. You'll tease a little bit, and you'll talk about something serious. And then you'll be playful a little bit, and you'll go back to something a little bit more serious. When I say serious, I just mean like getting to know them a little bit better. Is this making sense? Yes. 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 Showing overall personality. Yeah. That's the big thing. That's something I'm working on. I don't actually have this right now, but I am working on trying to really dissect what it means to have what you know people say a good personality. Like when someone's like, he just has a really good personality, you know, or a killer personality. Like, what does that really mean? I know for sure I can tell you off the bat that that means that you're fun, you don't think take things too seriously. But at the same time, you can be serious. It's that balance. And also being able to connect with them on multiple levels. Right? So this is being able to read them, read their body language, also known as calibration. If you can kind of tell where they're at in the interaction, if you can tell when they're bored, if you can read when they're bored, if you can read when they're excited, you're going to know where to take the interaction. That's what you got to do. You always have to be reading where they're at. And at first, it's going to be a little bit of an exercise, but you're going to start to get a lot better at it once you start doing it more. I know I'm like a broken record. I keep saying that, but I'm just encouraging you to, to go and do it, right? It's like you're going to be able to read like if they're bored. If they're bored, their arms are crossed. They're kind of like looking at you, like giving them one of these fake smiles so they don't really mean it. Like, you know, looking away a little bit. Or they're going to be like really excited, be like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, interesting. Smiling, nodding their head, maybe playing with their hair. And when you get either of those signs, that's telling you what to do next. So if she's having fun and she's playful and she's responding well to you, then you can maybe grab her and give her a hug. You're so cool. You're the coolest person I met all day. Come here, give me a big hug. And you're going to know you can do it because she's having fun with you. But obviously, you're not going to go and do that if she's bored or she's not giving you any real sign that she's interested. So this is a little bit more of an advanced level. If you're still working through approach anxiety or other things, this maybe not something you want to deal with yet. It's just going to stress you out. But once you get to the point where you're like, okay, my conversation's all right. I can approach. I can talk to girls. This is getting easier. Then that's the point where you try to read them, read their body language. And the cool part about that is you can do that in any conversation you're in, anything. This is good for business, for networking, for family, for friends. It's like the secret language. And you can tell where they're at, that they're annoyed. And when you have that information, that tells you what to do next. So what I always say is, don't be up here thinking about, what should I say next? What should I do next? Read them. Let them tell you. 
right? So for conversation, guys are like, how do I continue a conversation? How do I keep a conversation going? It's them who's going to tell you what to say next, because when you talk to them, they're going to say something, and then you can easily just, by listening, right, like I said, not paying attention up here, but by paying attention to them, extracting a simple word, like she says something like, blah, 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 I'm from Italy, and then using that word Italy to continue conversation. I didn't think of Italy in my head. All I did was listen to her. So that's another really, really big tip. Listen, listen, listen. Listen to her. Not you, her. Because she is going to give you the clues. And that's what makes it a lot easier. <laughs>